I'm Andrew Sherman. I'm a Texas transplant who has always been in pursuit of art as a career. I've played in bands, pursued an acting career in Hollywood, but I found it behind the lens of a camera here in Dallas, Texas. I was born in New York, I've lived in Chicago, Los Angeles, Austin, but I love Dallas. There's a magical artistic scene in Dallas that mostly goes unnoticed to the outside world. This podcast is focused on what makes it so special and the people who make it thrive artistically. If you don't live here, and even if you do, you might not have heard of them. This is the Dallas Famous Podcast. So who you gonna be? Who you gonna be when you're all gone? Who you gonna be? Who you gonna be when you're all us? Yeah. Violinist Charlotte Franklin is a powerhouse. If you see live music in DFW, you probably have seen Charlotte play. You may not recognize her sometimes because she will wear a mask. At the time of this interview, Charlotte was active in 20 bands, and there's more in the works. Charlotte is a true genre bender, playing both fiddle and violin, and has a goal of learning all genres of the violin. As it is, she plays country, rock, Irish, classical, and space violin. She plays in tribute bands, country bands, folk bands, and space age bands as well. We talk about her Mormon upbringing and follow her musical history. Charlotte is as charming as she is talented, and I know you'll enjoy this chat with her. Here it is. Here we are with Charlotte Franklin. And uh, I was going to ask this question because I thought I was being clever, and then it's on your Instagram that you play both violin and fiddle. So the question was, like, what do you do? But now I know. So now the real question is kind of like, what's the difference? The joke is you can spill a beer on a fiddle. Uh, Okay, that's the the line of delineation. There's really no difference in the instrument itself, but the style that you play it. Um, I will say, like, when I was growing up, I did classical and fiddle stuff. And so when you go to a fiddle camp and your violin's all clean, they're like, ew, you don't play. But if you go to orchestra and your violin's all dirty, they're like, ew, it's uh, dirty. So. <laughs> that's funny. Like, you really were, like, living in two worlds in a way. Yeah. That's, it's, I mean, that's kind of interesting because I feel like, I mean, I get how you could cross over a lot. But, like, you, it's like your whole thing is doing everything on the violin. Oh, yeah. Like. I try to get every every style possible i want to like master every style at some point okay. <laughs> i'm getting there i mean so how many styles are, i mean like in your mind like how many styles do you have down how many you have left i mean um well I, there's irish and jazz and fiddle and bluegrass of course and western swing right uh and then classical so. yeah and then whatever other electronic crazy stuff you're doing there's too steampunk <laughs> steampunk <laughs> po- poppy wait what bands <laughs> are like, steampunk is there like but poppy's got it her band's kind of well, we call it steampunk. It's kind of Sweeney Todd. I don't know how to describe it. Sweeney Todd. Like, <laughs> like Three Penny Opera. Wait, let me get this side out. Okay. Rock um, opera. I don't know. How yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm definitely coming to a Helium Cream show coming up. But um, Oh, yeah. That's yeah. totally different. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, like, so traditionally, I start this by just saying, are you Dallas native, Texas native? Uh, Texas native. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was uh, born and raised in Texas. But I grew up in the colony. Okay. Um, and then I started living in Denton, I guess I started playing there 2012 and that's when I started kind of living back and forth. I mean, I was like in Denton and then Corinth and then I think I came back to Denton. You weren't going to school there though, were you? No, I actually never went to UNT there. Okay. Interesting that you ended up there and you play and then, yeah. Yeah. That was my original college choice. Right. When I was a junior, I was like, I'm going to UNT. And then I grew up Mormon. I went to BYU my senior year and then I... Got engaged to the bass player at the University Orchestra, broke it off a week before the wedding, and then was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Okay, slow down. 
So just wasn't feeling it. Like it was like, was it one of the sort of set up? Oh. It, went, it went fast. And oh, you met it quick. It was like was... within two months. Like um, I was dating my high school sweetheart who went into the Air Force. And then I went to the Mormon school and I broke under pressure. It was like, you know, you be Mormon. You know, oh, you gotta yeah. Life. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah. So then I, uh, we were going to get married 8808 <laughs> and, um, Went down to Texas. We were going to get married, honeymoon, or get married there, reception, Dallas, reception, Washington, and then Japan for a honeymoon, live in his parents' basement for the rest of our lives. And I think I saw that and I was like, I can't do that. I'm 21, or I, I was 19. But still, like, like, parents' basement, like at 19, yeah, especially, you're like, mm. yeah, no, it wasn't appealing. When I came home, I was like, what am I doing? And my parents were going through a divorce during that time, too. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay behind my dad needed me more so i could right. so um i stuck there and then yeah and then i worked at david busters for a little bit and then someone there was like hey come play yeah i didn't pick up violin for like a year and a half which was really weird was that like because you were upset or you just um new life like dealing with your dad and just changed? the family split was kind of a bad thing too and i stayed behind with my dad and so they kind oh, of like didn't right. talk to me for like two oh. years and so I wasn't even in the family band for like a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, I mean, music brings everyone back together. Well, that's and good. Time yeah. heals. But, um, but yeah, so during that time, like at Dave & Buster's, one of my friends, Nolan, was like, hey, come play or audition for this theater thing, Phantom. Um, and so I did. And then that ended up just bouncing from one thing to the other. I did that. And then Good Man, Charlie Brown. And then... Evil Dead the musical, and then um, fun. oh my gosh, it was so funny. And then Cannibal the musical, which is like if you haven't seen it, it's like made by South Park, and it's hilarious. And, Where were you doing these shows? Where were they taking place? Um, so Garland Civic Theater, then Grapevine, and then those two, the Cannibal and Evil Dead was around Halloween time. That was at the Dallas Hub Theater. Mm -hmm. um, don't think it's around anymore, but yeah, that was tons of fun and i did like a couple more shows with them and then someone from one of those shows brady was like hey you should come jam with us over in denton and that was like kind of the creation of star party it was like just these people jamming and then um jake his girlfriend was like graduating and they wanted to do some party and they liked daft punk and we were gonna play it live with the projection on us and then that's how we ended up doing that and that's how we ended up wearing masks too is when we did our first show we wanted to be invisible with the background but then with the black lights we popped out and daft punk wears masks anyway so we we're like or uh helmets so the masks just stuck but that's how the first band was born in denton and that's how i like started the whole denton scene and then one band leads to another and that was your first though like yeah okay was my... wow that's cool besides the family band yeah well your your first uh, band outside the family let's say yeah yeah that's... but yeah so yeah theater i th and i i tell a lot of violinists that too like um if they're trying to bridge to either go into fiddle stuff or to go into theater because it'll kind of help you improvise and like get a little more out there oh smart good tip yeah so, okay so. cool well i mean and then but then um, because you went to Denton, you just kind of fell out of the like theater stuff or well, it, it's very time consuming. You have to have at least two, three, like usually three weekends in a row off. And then there's rehearsals at least during that first week. And it's just like, it's very time consuming. And then it, it doesn't always, some of them pay pretty well, but, right. um, I think once I started 
getting in the band world it's like you just you have so many gigs things just pop up you have to be <laughs> you're like on the call. first person in the world that's like the, the the rock band thing actually pays more than the other music gig i was doing it's like nobody ever says like this is more money than that like it's hilarious that that but it, i get it because you can do more of them it's like you're not I, yeah i love theater and i just cannot do a play at this point it's just too time consuming like you said it's like every night for a month or something you know? so fun though but it's yeah. the best <laughs> i encourage anybody that has the time to do a play whatever capacity but uh <laughs> anyway cool Oh, you grew up Mormon. Interesting. Yeah. When did, are you still Mormon or? No. Okay. I mean, I, I like a lot of the fundamental values I got from it, uh-huh. but I mean, I think every religion has a lot of good stuff and you just take the good sure. pieces from it. Did so. that influence your style in any way? Um, I mean, our family band was really close. Our family was really close. We had Western swing band. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that style wise though, I mean, it's not like Mormons really play music we were like the music family of the okay of the ward okay so interesting yeah uh yeah i mean i guess i don't know much about uh, mormons so I, I i mean i hung out with one in la but he was like an escapee so i he... love him it's hard to get a <laughs> you get an attraction to that style of the way they look <laughs> what do you mean the way they look you mean this the, the clothes or <laughs> they're hot you're turned on by mormons yeah okay i mean is there a plethora of, of mormons around to pull from here or? no and that's a problem so i actually was dating one not that long ago like okay. last year after me and my ex broke so i was like i only want to date fiddle players that pull small and then wow. i got i was like okay i'll open my mind to musicians and then i ended up getting interested in a a dancer violinist um, okay. that was Mormon, and I was like, "I'll go back to Mormon. I'll be Mormon praying it." Oh, wow. <laughs> to okay. Church for a couple months, and now they're after me again. <laughs> oh yeah, you like triggered the little. But the thing is, like in the Mormon community, it's like you get married so young. So um, singles ward, it's supposed to end at thirty. So, but they realize people are waiting a little longer. Um, right. So huh. they're like being more open to it. So I would be there. I was one of the older people. And it's like all the people that were there were really young girls or kind of the leftovers. <laughs> I want to oh, say no. that. It's kind of bad. Uh, it's like you... I was the most like career driven, hardworking. Like, right. You know, That's why you and... didn't bother. You just were working on your career. Was, was yeah. Your focus. So I was like, they had all this time to do all these temple things and church sure. things. Sure. And I was like, I, I don't yeah. have that's kind of time um and there just wasn't many options because like i said they get married so young that you know yeah that's uh, interesting I, the only thing i remember from my friend that was mormon was we were in la and he called our boss who was 30 uh ma'am and he did not hear he didn't understand why he did not should not call in la you can't call any woman under like 60 ma'am it's like a you're insulting them like no other so it, it was very sweet he, I, I had to like i had to console him for a while but uh anyway um so yeah so like you learned fiddle at three uh suzuki mm-hmm. method yeah yeah i saw I, I was i'm jealous like i i didn't learn about the suzuki method till i'd already like bastardized my piano like brain so yeah. you know how was that i mean like, uh well i mean i apparently didn't like it that much at first because i broke I guess my mom taught me for a little bit, probably like six months or something, and then I didn't like practicing, and I broke the violin, oh. broke the scroll off. She was like, I'm waiting until you're four. 
Um, but um, <laughs> and with our siblings, there's six of us, and so uh, my older sister, and then I'm number two. And it was piano, violoncello, piano, violoncello is what we all got assigned. Oh, you were assigned. It wasn't even like yeah. you were drawn to the fiddle. No. And I found out years later that my youngest sister, she actually wanted to play violin too, but she was with cello. And then it didn't pan out with her. But she does um, guitar and vocals, amazing vocals. Both of my sisters are oh, amazing. Oh, okay. Sisters. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the violin, I, I ended up really liking. And I think um, I got taught by all three of my uncles. They all played. And, uh, and my mom. But uh, I think having and our family band, the Fiddle Rascals, uh, when we were it, it was just a bunch of kids. There were like probably 10 violinists at that point. Um, uh-huh. There were like kids outside of our family as well. All Mormons, and, I'm guessing. Yeah. No. Well, actually, yeah. I think they were all Mormons. <laughs> they were all. Yeah. The Dunlaps, the Benavides, uh, uh, Emily. Oh, crap. What's her last name? She just got married. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of. But they all, you know, grow up and it was just family left over. And I think we got the name Fiddle Rascals because when we were really little, my grandma would watch, she had the VHS tapes of the Little Rascals and we would watch that. Uh, okay. And then, you know, we're all fiddle players in it, so. Right. I, is that, I thought I read it's still, you still play with? It's still going. Wow. Um, so my uncle and I, we do the twin fiddle in it. And actually, one of my niece, two of my nieces are learning violin right now. Oh, so like it's, it could keep going. It's, it could keep going. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. It, now I wish saying. I was Mormon. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I we played music. We grandma to thank for that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really her. Like, she started it all pretty much. Right. So. It's just love for music. Nothing to do with being a Mormon either way. Just love for music. Um, as, I mean... But it was, it's a fiddle, I mean, fiddle, like originally were you doing country at first or was there a genre that you guys were like? Um, well, Suzuki was like the main program that we started with. Okay. But, so that was like three when I started learning that three, four. And then and that's, but the, the, what, explain a little bit because most people, I don't even know what that is. Suzuki's like, like the program that you start when you're a violinist. It's like, okay. Um, oh, it's violin specific. Twinkle, twinkle. It's got all the. But is it violin specific or is it? Yeah, it's it's definitely more classical. I route. didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then our family band started when I was about five. So that's when the country started coming in. And then I went to fiddle camps, Bob Wills fiddle camp, Johnny Gimble fiddle camp, Randy Elmore fiddle camp. And then okay. um, we did orchestras when I was about eight. So before I hit middle school, we were doing Flower Mound Community Orchestra. Okay, community stuff. Gotcha. And we had like two uncles in there, my brother and my mom. And wow. so we were, we were all in it. That's cool. So, okay. So when you didn't, you didn't like playing at first, like what was, do you remember what <laughs> made three. you, well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like three is probably a little early to, you know, we're, <laughs> my girlfriend, we're dealing with her daughter and she's learning violin actually. And she's not practicing cause she's a kid and we're just trying oh, to yeah. figure it out. It's funny cause she said, ask her what she did, ask Charlotte what she did. And oh, yeah. I think she's going to love to hear that you broke it first, that you started oh, with yeah. that. Because it's like, you know, we're all human beings. Like, it's just like someone throws something at you doesn't mean you're going to take to it right away. Yeah. But what, do you remember a point where you're like, you know what, I do like this? Yes. Um, well, I think also having, you know, like uh, the community, uh, our family band, once that started going and my uncles, like, it made me want to be better. Mm-hmm. But um, the candy the candy trick the candy trick (laughs) (laughs) so like my mom would have like um 10 circles and 
you would have to play it, you know, like that many times and you could fill in the circle. And every time you finish those 10 circles, you get like a piece of candy. I like it. Although I think we'd have to use Robo Blocks rewards. But oh, either way, it, yeah. it, that's a good idea. Actually, um, My uncle was talking about how uh, my grandma like would pay him like a dollar or something for an hour or something. I, I can't remember. It might right. have been a, pe- a penny or something. Right, but, right. But yeah, so by the end of the week, they would go pick out a gi joe if you practice like an hour a day or oh, something. that's good so. that's a good okay you did you actually answered our question yeah you helped uh, some young people or young parents out there with their kids because i i mean i am a believer that the younger you're exposed to music the better your whole life is whether you play it or not but, yeah uh, i think that's scientifically proven it's not just me i think she would take us to toys r us too you know after sure yeah so yeah. toys I, if you don't want sugar <laughs> right kids, of course so. well I, it's not that it's like a, she doesn't like sugar so it doesn't motivate her oh yeah it wasn't it's not even i mean we love sugar we're, we're stupid but <laughs> um so i was looking i mean i'll admit i was looking you up i was trying to like get familiar at one point in 2019 it said you were in 13 bands I'm in 20 now. You're in 20 now? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I hope she's still in some because of COVID and everything. But, wow, 20 bands. Okay. I, know, I lost track. I and mean, then I had a count for someone one day. And then I was like, oh, gosh. That is, I made it to 20. I don't know if I know anyone that can say that right now. And I know a lot of musicians. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, all right, well, let's break it down, I guess. Like, first of all, solo stuff. That's something you do? Yeah, that's something that's fairly new, actually. Oh, okay. So that started like after COVID. Okay. Um, or during COVID because uh, when all the bands were down, I would do streaming on Twitch mm-hmm. and take song requests on there. And uh, that's when I started like making, you have to be on there minimum three hours until your channel really gets bumped up and start getting more viewership. You mean a day or in general? Um, consistently. Oh, like, consistently. Yeah. 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 Okay. I've, um, I've not been on Twitch, I guess. I don't, I don't know yeah. Twitch about it. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's fun, but it was a lot of work. And, yeah. uh, but it, it was cool how I would make themes. So it would be like Mario Night or Zelda Night. And so I'd have all these songs from Mario. And then I would take Song Across on top of that too. Mm. And dress in costume or whatever. Uh-huh. So I would make it fun. But yeah, so that would kind of get me into um, formulating playlists uh, per themes mm-hmm. and that kind of carried on over to when I started doing because now like it's like oh hotels or upbeat music or cafe bossa nova lounge music you know so I have to like make these playlists right that makes sense because I mean it's like a dj almost yeah like yeah, a good high for specific yeah yeah interesting um I will say like the the hotel stuff I didn't get started till I found those fakers. Found those what? <laughs> fakers. Fakers. <laughs> the fake violinists. The fake buskers. So they'll like during Thanksgiving, Christmas is more of the time you'll see them. But they go out there. They'll be in parking lots and they're um, just playing tracks with violin already in it. And they're pretending to play. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. And it like frustrated me so bad because they were they were making bank yeah. while, during that time when I was not making much during like COVID. And uh, it's like, you know, they're playing perfection. It's like already pre-recorded, like right. some really great violinists. And so there's like no mistakes. It's, it's just like, it's like, oh my gosh. And all these people are like, oh my gosh, you're so good. And I go up and on, I was like going to offer this girl a job. And I come up closer and I see her fingers aren't moving. It's like a Lego hand moving around. And then uh, her bow's not even matching. Uh, like, they didn't like, even play violin. They weren't even like someone that knew how to play, but were just 
No, there there was one other one that I ran into, and he was like beginner level. Okay, but was so he kind of was able to match more, but he was still that's mocking. It's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it really I, frustrated me. I got I was I never get angry, and I was like livid, like shaking angry. And I go run home and grab my violin, and I grab an amp, and then I come back and I realize I can't compete with the sound because she's got a speaker, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to plug into. So right. I was determined. I went to Home Depot. I rented a generator from there. <laughs> they're like, oh, we've seen them out there. We don't even care. We're not even going to charge you. Go out there, kick her butt. And I probably looked so silly, but I set up like right across from her. And I'm like plugging my amp into the generator, like having to start it up. And then, uh, and then I start soloing the music that she's pretending to play. I actually start playing it. And then she turns everything off and comes over. Wow, you're a real one. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to talk me of it. At that point, I realized she's not leaving. This is her corner. It's just fancy bum. Right. Fancy bum. Yeah. Or fake, fake news slash fake music. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what makes me want to throw up right now. <laughs> <laughs> never heard anything like that. I yeah. mean, wow. But after that, it got me to find this amp that it's it's got wheels. Uh, you've got two inputs. It's got effects. Um, and then it's Bluetooth from your phone. So I was able to make playlists. And I would go out and busk on the Denton Square. Oh, nice. And that's when I got picked up by the general manager from Embassy Suites. And then someone saw me from there and started having me play at a far company music. I started playing for her, too. So. Oh, yeah. I, I know her. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So that's how I did the hotel. <laughs> so, so I guess I, you can kind of thank that person for yeah, getting up off your ass. and Or yeah. not even that. You're not lazy in it by any stretch doing so many bands. It's more about like, oh, I can see how I can make that work better you know yeah yeah i like that and then that led to the and do it real <laughs> yeah. yeah well being authentic i mean that i mean anyone that's not authentic in art i just like don't bother us just stay home turn your <laughs> do it to yourself i don't know um so that re- makes me think uh another question are you writing music um the most i well i have been wanting to start a solo thing a couple projects mm-hmm. um one of them will have original writing so okay i don't want to get too much into it that's fine it's just that i'm asking only because you're playing violin i know traditionally like well i guess a lot of violin is written parts but then i guess in some of your situation you might be having well, to come up with your own parts right i will say like yeah well yeah a lot of it is like i'm making things up and then mm-hmm. i try to uh like in helium queens too that's probably the most that i've uh we've all kind of collabed in it but mm-hmm. a lot of those melody lines you know like poppy's like here's a chord Make something up, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, that I'm not, okay, now makes me curious, because um, like I know, like uh, with some musicians, like they learn how to read music and then they can't improvise. Is was there something with the fiddle stuff where they were teaching you improvising? Oh, yes. Okay. I will say classical people will have the hardest time improvising. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're stuck in front of sheet music. Yeah, and they just aren't working that at all in any way. But that's why I'm saying, like, if you're making up your own parts, that must have come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think also like the electronic stuff um playing with star party and like djs and stuff like you start to hear like uh you you make these little riffs mm-hmm. um i guess jazz we kind of do it too like in yeah. soul kitchen we'll go up in a corner and we'll make these little lines but i have a hard time with that one because the music's like still playing while we're doing it and i like yeah i know so I, I see some people talking and they're figuring it out on there and i, I i'm like uh, wow dude <laughs> like it's enough to like make it up in the spot but now you're like conferring like i'll see horn players like and they'll play like two notes off the mic and then they're playing a whole line it's yeah it's nutty i get it it's hmm. 
<laughs> you know what's funny about Star Party? I'm going to admit how stupid I am. I only today learned that it was a Daft Punk tribute. Originally, yeah. Oh, it, but it went further than that? It went further than that. Okay, good. Yeah, maybe I'm not, a, I'm not a total idiot then. Because like when I saw... Well, first of all, when I saw you guys, I was at Artco when it first opened, and I was new to shooting, and it was really fun to shoot because like you guys were wearing costumes and masks and... Um, you know, and I just dug up the photos for you as well from the oh, show. Yeah. Like they have this new denoise feature, so even though I sucked, I can clean the photos up now, oh, <laughs> so nice. they look like decent. Yeah. So <laughs> otherwise, I would have been like, I don't remember ever shooting you before. Um. So, st- so okay. So that's uh, that's interesting. But you do play in a bunch of tribute bands too. Uh yeah. I'm in a Taylor Swift tribute right now. Mm-hmm. Um, George Strait tribute, all subbing, and the Garth tribute's down. The which one? There was a Garth tribute one, but it's down. Okay. Um. There's uh, as big as Texas, we it's well. I guess that's just like a bunch of cover songs, right? Country stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess the Taylor Swift tribute is the big. Mm-hmm. I just thought tribute. it was fun. I couldn't believe how. I know those girls knew you. It wasn't Taylor, but they still they just were going crazy anyway. Oh yeah, they didn't care. Like there's a barrier, you know, where the photo like area is, <laughs> yeah. and those girls pushed it all the way to the stage because they just were trying to grab her hand the whole yeah. show. It was really cute, but I was like, whoa, those kids. <laughs> it's like I'm glad I got out of there when I did. Yeah, it's fun. fun. I mean, yeah, I don't know that the whole debate about tribute and not like I I just think, you know, if you're making people happy with music, what's the difference? I think also if you're playing a lot of it live too, makes it because there there are some tributes where it's literally they're just playing to the tracks. The tracks are so loud that it's overpowering what like sure we've we had a couple shows where the tracks weren't working or we were having trouble with it and we had to play it live. So Mm -hmm. right. that just shows, like, as musicians, oh, we're able to still do it. So. Yeah. I mean, I, the first time I saw Beck, they couldn't get their sampler right. It was, like, right when Loser came out, and he couldn't play Loser. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks, dude, for that show. Um, the Helium Queens, That's we've been, like, talking a little bit about that. But, like, tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, call it the girl's face band. <laughs> but... Uh, it's uh, it's got a unique story. Poppy's probably better at that storyline, but it's like we're from the future and from the moon, and we come back to come back in time to help the people not destroy the world or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, so our, our songs like we've got some really uh, a lot of pop ones, but there's like some dark ones too, and like HQ one is like really like the end of the world, death and destruction. And then, <laughs> and then it goes into uh, Persephone. We haven't played Persephone in a while, but it's like kind of the regrowth, like, like mm. I don't know. So. Cool. And you, did I see that you do the costumes? Um, Are you all kind of chipping? I chip mean, in? we all kind of chip in. Those, mm. um, yeah, here and there. I mean, it was kind of like with Star Party too. Like uh, originally I, I would help with the, at, at first we would all match with our masks. Okay. Yeah. And then what it just evolved because it was too uh, tricky. Everyone or? started wearing their own masks at a point. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, face. be more original, yeah. I guess, or more like not original, but uh, identity, self-identity. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, I got to take a oh, second. And we just went on tour. Yeah, it's so Healing Queens, and we have like a couple new songs coming out. You just went on tour, like yeah, like a little little mini Texas cool tour. Cool, so. cool. Uh, when is your show? Uh, our next, next one. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna air. On the 24th. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'll cut all this out. Don't I worry. Don't know if, yeah. 
I don't know if we have one coming up. Like, oh, I thought I saw there was something coming up. Maybe I'm confusing it. Oh, we just had one the 30th. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We actually don't have one on the books yet. Okay. Are you you guys doing another album with that? I mean, you did one album already, or is it just a live performance? Um, I think there we we recorded one of the new songs okay but not like a whole new album but yeah uh i mean we're talking about doing the space opera next year like recording it or performing it Uh, performing it okay yeah that's cool which i'm sure it will be recorded too if there's new material right right okay yeah the space opera was fun oh yeah dj soldier Oh, yeah. What's that project exactly? The DJ's uh, violin? Is yeah, that... DJ versus violin. Versus violin, okay. Yeah. Um, so we started uh, not that long after, probably 2013. He, he saw me in Star Party at House of Blues and was like, hey, would you be down for this project? Um, and so, yeah, we've been doing it every every once in a while. There will be a big gig, usually corporate stuff. And Right. He does uh, a lot of that. He does a lot of those like big parties too yeah. i see we've done some wild ones we did i don't know if i can i think i can talk about it now that the show's done we did adele's private halloween party what? um we did we had to sign a confidentiality agreement for that one that's why i was like i don't know if i can talk but right. I, th- I think after yeah i mean you're, you're it's done. not like yeah no one's gonna come <laughs> you can't go back in time i mean if adele were to hear this that would be amazing i'm not counting on it though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks you probably i bumped into her <laughs> oh you did yeah <laughs> Did you say in there? You're just like, oh. no, I mean, like you want to try to just blend in. Yeah. But uh, I do remember, uh, I mean, I was trying to figure out who she was. I couldn't figure it out. And I remember this one person dressed in the mask, this mm-hmm. lady dressed in like full on, you know, green mask, yellow jumpsuit. And I, I just want to be like, wow, that, that was so cool. But yeah, like on the dance floor, like after playing, like Wait, I but popped you... into her. <laughs> oh, cause you didn't know what she was wearing. I didn't, I didn't know. And then I found out later, I saw like this thing written on her oh it was at this party uh, and this and she was dressed as a mask and i was like ah i bumped into her That's cool. <laughs> nice. um, but yeah we also played for hodor um after his character got killed off from game of thrones uh-huh. he did a tour rave of thrones a dj oh. which is quite amazing how tall he is because our djs dj soja is really tall yeah and he had to step on this like stepping stool to get up to the booth because it was set up for hodor oh, wow so um huh. But yeah, we opened up for him at the Bomb Factory. And then before that, Idina Menzel, like when Frozen was a big thing, she played, uh, sang at the Meyerson and we were the outside the Frozen Lounge over in the corner. Mm. Um, and then the Mavs, we've done charity events for a couple of those. And Dallas Cowboys, there was ones where, one where we were on stage playing and all the Cowboys came up. And um, But most of them are corporate <clears throat> corporate parties and sure there was one really wild one where it was like an energy company and they flew us out to miami free flight free room you're on a four-story yacht and each level of the yacht was different themes with the different djs so it was like 80s 90s 2000s and future on top oh wow and dj bradley was the future on top and you know they had like 10 foot tall you know robot guys and tron looking chicks and miami cheerleaders there and fireworks going off it was really oh, crazy man so. that sounds like you're, you're, your violin is taking you some pretty interesting yeah. places <laughs> i mean okay oh yeah i was gonna ask you some other like so uh, when you're doing your starport party and you're doing healing queens like you're like you're you're doing a different 
violin, right? You're using a different type of violin or the light up one. I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, I saw one with mirrors on it. Oh yeah. So, I mean, are you making those yourself? Are you buying those like that? Yeah. (laughs) You can't find them. Yeah. I didn't think so. I like to bling things up. Yeah. Um, So I have two acoustic and two electric and the two electric um, ones like just more shiny mirrorish. And then the, and that one's six strings. And then the other electric and the crossbreed acoustic electric are five strings. So you get that C string, which is always nice to have. And then the lower one or the higher one? Lower. Okay. Yeah, they don't go higher. <laughs> Otherwise, I, w- I'm I, would, thinking... I would cheat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, the other one, uh, I have an LED strip around it. So I play that one for the space bands. Nice. And then does that, that doesn't affect the sound in any way when you're doing that kind of no. thing? No. Sounds good. I I like that. So there's one violin that I've been eyeballing called the Viper only because like it has a shoulder strap that goes around so you don't have to hold it up with your neck, but it's like $3,000. And um, I don't know. I've seen videos of people playing with it and I just, I haven't been, I don't know. I haven't heard it myself, but the videos I've seen, I I don't really like the sound compared to the violins that I got. Like I see. uh, So it would be more comfortable, but if I could like, you know, make, make it we need <laughs> to, to where get, i can shoulder strap it and we need it to up. get you a violin endorsement where they'll make you that violin yeah, yeah help you me know the charla the, yeah. the char party violin <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um so wait so did i misunderstand i thought i read that you wanted to maybe make costumes for other performers at some point is that did i misunderstand i used to in star party i made a lot and i still kind of do sometimes well it's not like um, an ambition to like help other young psychedelic um, i'm just so busy yeah but that bands. would be fun like i would love that especially like with the solo thing that that might be far in the future until uh-huh. that like actually comes into fruition but right. i'd love to make things that are space anything space yeah or mirrors yeah i like both those what? or led if you're in 20 bands so how many shows are you playing a week on average all the time um like two a days three days um well i wouldn't say per day it actually pre-covid i was doing like three in a day a lot it happened a lot but um it's like every weekend there's something but there's always a rehearsal and stuff going on right yeah you're always practicing for something if you're not performing yeah Yeah. still have my day job too so and you still have your day job yeah (laughs) oh you still don't sleep basically yeah yeah <laughs> wow okay that's impressive i mean i didn't even ask i just assumed there's no way you could that's amazing okay all right wow um so and you, you already talked about like you have a solo thing you're not going to get into do you have any like dream gigs like a place or a person or something along the, like to just like oh, if i could do this it would be so cool um i don't know it'd be cool to meet Lindsay sterling okay <laughs> okay Meet her, like jam with her? Lena? Jam with her, yeah. but <laughs> she would kick my butt dance-wise. <laughs> I could keep up with her playing-wise, but Wait, da- dance-wise. Do you dance too, though? I'd... No, okay, I am so. not flexible. Well, so then I'm sure a lot of people could beat you dancing. That's not really... <laughs> well, she dances and plays at the same time. That's what oh, okay, yeah. okay. I, I'm obviously not familiar. She's EDM. Pilot. Okay. I do like um, Grimes, if I could incorporate like that with violin. She actually played violin on one song like a little not not i mean not bad but not, not <laughs> she's bad. not a violin player yeah yeah um but yeah like that kind of style of spacey stuff with some right <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you sing too or just it's just uh yeah 
Yeah, I do. I mean, lead um, or mostly harmony. I didn't consider myself a singer until recently, I guess, because I started getting asked more and more for it, and um, I didn't realize that not all vocalists can pick up as quickly on harmony and stuff, and my it's... ear just does it. Um, but yeah, all all of us family members, like since our family band, we've we've all sang, that and in the sense. Mormon church, sure. you sing like thirty songs every for every thing oh the okay like everything is just a, a song basically yeah. it's like a sorority sort of <laughs> there's lots of songs we sing okay um but yeah so i i've sang a lot but i just never considered myself a singer because i was always the violinist of the family and right. then my two sisters and my mom were like they they're the singers and my two sisters like their range is all over the place i always thought i was more of an alto and then uh I started getting, I think the first band I had, a well, no, Star Party, I sang a couple songs in that, but then after that, I didn't really sing till the Irish band, um, County Rexford, which hasn't been back since COVID, I, mm. I miss it, but everyone's kind of doing their thing now. But um, yeah, I, those were a lot of fun, like sea chanties and all these oh, like, yeah. cool Irish tunes. Um, and then after that, I think, Sarah Carino, I think I started singing mm. with. I sing a lot with her. We do a lot of duos, mm, do, okay. duo harmonies. Um, I love singing with her. Her voice and I is just, her and I is just, we just click. Um, what, what project is that that you're singing with her in? Um, she's, it's like old time country. Okay. And she's got oh, a lot of originals. That's, oh, okay. Because I remember you had a tribute, like a kind of a covers band, but that's not that band. No. It's hard to keep track with your bands, just saying. <laughs> like, I yeah. can remember about three for sure, and then it starts to get fake, Yeah. Like, so, so then I sang a lot with her, and then I think it just kind of got out that, oh, Charlotte can sing. And then the Taylor Swift tribute, like, that one really pushed my vocal range. You sing a lot in that, I remember. Yes, now, I sing on, I think, all but two or maybe three songs, yeah. but like pretty much all of them. And they're they're up there. So um, I have to cover for some of the low vocals when the vocalist doesn't, you know, because some of them, like, it'll jump from really low to high. Sure. And so they're like, can you sing the low part? And then I'll do the high. And so I'll be like, <laughs> I like tilt the <laughs> microphone down and do the really low voice. And then right. I do the high right after two. Right. So yeah, I can't remember which, there's one of the songs like that where it jumps and I, I'm like doing really low and then I flip it up and then I sing this really high <laughs> thing right after. Um, so yeah, that really made my voice stronger and yeah, it, I could see that how like you're already sought after violinist. Now you can put in backup vocals. I mean, that's like you're unstoppable at that point. I mean, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, harmonies are like, I don't know, just like the harmonies is what makes something good to great for like great to amazing. Oh, like, yeah. That's I love. I used to oh, harmonize all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had bands in L.A., but like in L.A., it's like I wasn't paying people. So like they just kept coming in and out. So like we would do shows with like three practices. So no one ever could harmonize because nobody like knew the music that much. So I, I missed yeah. that. But yeah, it's good stuff. I um, can't leave out my sisters, too. Our, yeah. Our little sister band, because we're when you take the power of three sisters voices together. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which band is that? That's the family band? Uh, Texas Trio. Texas Trio. And that's... We spawned during COVID because okay. we were just doing streams. So we just do like a song across with streams. And then, um, yeah, so it's just like kind of country twist on modern tunes or right. tunes through the ages. And yeah, her, 
It's yeah. just, it, it does kind of blow my mind. I mean, whatever. Like, nobody's limited to one genre, but you're just, your genre range, <laughs> like, your interest in, in the stuff that you seem to be doing well is kind of mind-blowing to me. <laughs> like, you know, I saw you do two different things, and, like, I'm like, okay, now I have 18 more bands to check out, it seems <laughs> like, to see the different sides of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was trying to find it. The message that I had sent with all the bands listed earlier, just in case I had to go through the thing. What? Wait, what? I think that's most of them, or that should be all of them. Oh my god! You need to send that so I can we can okay. post that because that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That's like four times as many questions I had written down. Yeah, as bands someone remember. was asking which bands I do backup vocals in, and so I had I to see. go through all the bands and right, right. And yeah, there's a lot more than I realized, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in twenty. Uh, oh maybe it's like children but is there a favorite or is there like that's that's actually what i say is that it's like picking your kids yeah i can't really and i don't really join bands that aren't i don't see as good sure <laughs> sure but i mean like is there one band that you're like this is where i get to shine on the violin or this is a band where i get to really sing or they all shine but so but yeah. with different variety different styles so i can't <laughs> yeah, very you know, running for office very diplomatic but, uh, um no that's I, I i'm so happy you came and um you know like tell people where they can find you online um charlotte franklin music um that's facebook instagram youtube and then you can sharp party is also on there that's tiktok um if i ever get back on twitch um, but also Instagram as well. That's my more kind of personal fun one. And then the Charlotte Franklin music is primarily bands, but, but my stuff as well. Cool. Um, I'm all over the place. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's I can't believe that I haven't run into you more considering that. <laughs> it's because I'm like, you know, shooting music all the time. But actually, twice I've shot. You're like, oh, that was Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> Duh. Anyway, hey, thanks so much for coming down and doing this today. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to thank my guest, Sharla Franklin. You can catch her if you just go out of your house. No, I'm kidding. You can find the links on the show notes. The theme song is Salim Narala's Unstoppable. We love that and we love him. And I'm very excited for season two. There's a lot of great guests coming up and I know that you're going to enjoy all of them. So just tune in, keep your eye out for what's next, and we'll talk to you next time.